What's up, guys? Brett Apple here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Paris this weekend. Gone versus Spivak in the main event. 11 fights on the slate. It is a pretty low-level card, to be completely honest. <clears throat> kind of a mess to get through, but I mean, I just went an hour and a half on the premium show with my boy, Gambles Gordo going over uh, every single fight on the DraftKings slate. So um, highly recommend listening to that at dailyfanmma.com if you want the full breakdowns, if you're really investing in on the slate. But as usual, I'm here to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and another matchup I like from a DraftKings perspective. Before I do, why don't you subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment below. Give me your favorite play uh, let's just say, give me your favorite play, uh, below the mid range. I, I think saving salary as usual is going to be very difficult. So if there's a fighter you like below the mid range, it's probably worth taking a, a stand on, on this slate. Let's get into my cash game play of the week, which is going to be William Gomez at 8.4 K. He is minus 210 over Yanis Gamori, who is making his UFC debut. Uh, Gomez was originally scheduled to fight who was it? Uh, Lucas Almeida, I think. Um, a, bu- a couple fights got mixed up this week. So anyway, Gomez is now a clear value at 8.4K at minus 210 to win against Gamori, who's priced down at 6.9K. And that's really the, the justification for this fighter in cash games. Um, Gomez is not the best DraftKings scorer, though. And I need to point out that he literally just scored 42 points in a win his last time out. So... He's a guy who fights in slower-paced matchups, who does not initiate exchanges, who does not want to engage too much, and that really can inhibit his ceiling, and I think that's a reason to maybe pivot away from him in tournaments, but for cash games, I still think he's a pretty safe option. He's still a you know, pretty technical striker, and he's a decent wrestler. I think this matchup projects for him to have some ground success. So if he does win, I think a win's going to look much more like the 80-point score that he got in his debut versus the 42-point score uh, last time out. So 8.4K, Gomez is taking on you know a, a kickboxer, I would say, in Gamori, who's pretty low level. And yeah, Gomez is just um, pretty defensively sound. He's only absorbing 1.1 strikes per minute, 81% striking defense, 71% takedown defense. He's just, he doesn't produce a lot of offense. So you got to temper your expectations here. But value is very important in cash games. Um, He has much more win equity than fighters in the surrounding price tier, which is why I think he's an excellent cash game option there at 8.4K. Next up, my tournament play of the week. Let's roll with Anje Lusa at 8.8K in what should be a high-paced matchup against Reese McKee. Lusa's only minus 164, I'm seeing. So McKee could project as the value side or like the better value on DraftKings at 7.4K. I also think he's an interesting option. Um, These guys are just going to strike at a very high pace, I think. McKee <laughs> doesn't have a lot of defense in his two UFC fights. I mean, he just got destroyed by Kamsa Chemaev. Um, but he gave up 176 strikes and three takedowns to Alex Morono in 2020. And he's now coming back for his second stint. It's just Lusa. If Lusa wins, he's going to land a lot of strikes. Lusa can also wrestle a little bit. Lusa just landed 129 strikes and two takedowns. 
um, in a decision win that scored him 124 DraftKings points. Is he going to duplicate that? I don't know. He's only plus 180 to win inside the distance, so there's not like an insane amount of finishing equity. But I just think we're going to see a ton of exchanges here. McKee is very willing to eat strikes, so Lusa projects well in terms of volume. And Lusa also should be the better wrestler, could lay in two to three takedowns, and that could be very, very impactful, especially at 8.8K. So I would like a finish, but at 8.8K, I think he has a very moderate floor and ceiling in a win based on offensive production. Not sure he's going to be super popular either um, because he's only plus 180 inside the distance, not a big name or anything. But I like this matchup uh, in tournaments, and I especially like the loose aside there at 8.8K. Next up, I'm going to roll with my salary play of the week. We're going with the main event underdog here in Sergey Spivak, who could end up being popular. He's plus 149 as the underdog to Cyril Ghosn in the main event. I've gone back and forth on the main event. I think you can make a case for both sides. Spivak is the more obvious DraftKings target, I think, because he has a clear grappling advantage and... Gon is just not very good defensively as a grappler, defending takedowns at 45%. Spivak is averaging 5, 5.05 takedowns landed per 15 minutes. Spivak has just destroyed DraftKings. 134, 136, 114, 132, 101, 120 are among his wins. And now in a five-round fight against an opponent who doesn't defend takedowns well, I mean, the, the sky is the limit for Spivak. If he loses, he loses. And I think Gon's an interesting tournament target as well. Um, obviously, the superior striker there and probably better in an extended fight. But Spivak is 7.5K. I mean, 7.5K at, at plus 150-ish to win, plus 250 to win inside the distance, and just an insane amount of grappling upside, even in a decision. I mean, he's going to score a ton of points. So if Spivak wins, I expect him to be on the optimal lineup. That's far from a guarantee, but at 7.5K, I'm very willing to take chances on him. He's one good option this week below the mid-range um, in our main event. And finally, my matchup of the week, I'm going with the best inside distance line on the slate here, Ozdemir versus Bogdan Guskov. Uh, that fight's minus 400 to end inside the distance, and, and Guskov, most of his fights end very quickly. I've seen him get brutally knocked out early in fights. I've seen him brutally knock out opponents. Um, Volkan Ozdemir is, is definitely known for landing big shots of his own, but he's been hurt a, a number of times recently and, and was knocked out by Yuri Prochaska, was dropped by Inkolaev, was hurt by Krylov. So, I mean, if Guskov wins this fight, it's probably a very early knockout, and he's another underdog at 7.6K, who I think you got to have exposure to. Um, I don't think Guskov rates out very well in terms of a talent projection, and he's probably dependent on early finishes. But he's plus 175 to win inside the distance here. There's a ton of variance in striking exchanges. Clear, clear tournament winning upside at 7.6K that has Guskov. I think he's a strong tournament option. Ozdemir is the more likely winner here. Minus 105 to win inside the distance. Again, Guskov is probably going to fade late in fights. Um... I don't think he has grappling upside. He's probably a liability defensively. I've already seen him knocked out. Ozdemir hits very hard, 8.6K. I think he's got plenty of upside himself. I think Ozdemir will be the more popular side of the two. 
but this is just a fight that I think you need exposure to. Again, minus 400 ends inside the distance as a whole. Ozdemir is probably the preferred side, the more likely side to win, the better talent, but don't ignore Guskov there as the dog at 7.6K. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this UFC Quick Picks. Thank you again for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, Brett Apley, double T, double P, dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. Best of luck, guys. Take care, stay safe, and we'll talk to you all soon. Peace.